You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your Tuesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And the latest from Atlanta is that the Braves are back in Atlanta, and you know that they're glad to be back home after after a very lengthy road trip that had some successes, had some struggles. Overall, the Braves went 6-5, and five, but at least they ended the road trip on a good note with a very good offensive performance over the weekend against the Mets. But unfortunately, on Sunday evening, Ozzie Albies was taken out of the game against the Mets due to some cramping in his hamstring. It seemed like a, you know, just a precautionary move by the Braves. It didn't seem like at first that it was much to worry about. But then on Monday, a bit of an eye-opening development was the fact that Ozzie Albies was not in the starting lineup. And, and for the second time in three days, Nicky Lopez would be getting a start for the Braves. Another really cool aspect of Nicky Lopez starting was that Michael Harris II would bat second in the lineup behind Ronald Acuna Jr. But overall, it was a bit eye-opening that Ozzie Albies, it seemed as if there may have been a bit more to his injury. We'll discuss that a bit later in the episode, but the Braves will be without Ozzie Albies in the lineup against the Yankees. But the big thing was this, they didn't, you certainly miss Ozzie Albies, but the Braves didn't miss a beat at all. An 11-3 victory over the New York Yankees with Max Reed on the mound, the Braves made sure to give him plenty of run support. Now, Max got off to a bit of a struggle. You know, first inning in which he ran into some trouble, was able to navigate out of a bases-loaded situation by giving up only one, one run. In the second inning, he gave up another run. But the Braves' offense made clear that there was not going to be any doubt of what was going to happen in this game on Monday night. Several different ways in which this Braves put on a complete offensive performance. On the night, 11 runs, 15 hits, 10 of which were RBIs, 8 walks, and only 6 strikeouts. And the big key, once again, was the bottom of the Braves' order producing. Out of the 6, 7, 8, 9 spots, the Braves got 9 of their 15 hits and 8 of the 11 RBI, or, or 8 of the 11 RBIs on the night, to, 10 RBIs on the night, for the Braves. The bottom of the order once again stepping up and standing out. And who did the best among all of them? It was actually Nicky Lopez. For the second time in three days, Nicky Lopez had an incredible night at the plate. Four at-bats, three hits, three RBIs, one earned run. He's set plenty of history 
in terms of overall offensive productivity for a player in their first few starts with a new team. So it was an incredible performance from Nicky Lopez, and the bottom of the order once again for the Braves is what really helped them be able to get this victory. Another thing that stood out was that for the second time, you know, in as many days, we're talking about the Braves, and not in as many days, but over the past few days, we're talking about the Braves getting the job done with runners in scoring position. Now, they did have some power in this game. They were able to hit two home runs. Austin Riley, his 29th of the year. Eddie Rosario, his 17th. But the thing that stood out about this Braves team offensively was the fact that they were able to go 5 of 12 with runners in scoring position. The Braves are starting to put together What's making their offense be so consistent right now is, yes, you have the potentially historic power that the Braves are putting on display this year, but they're getting better and better and not only creating a lot of run scoring opportunities, game in and game out, but converting them more frequently. And that's been a big, big support for how good this Braves team has been offensively over the past few weeks. Max Reed on the night, two innings, or excuse me, six innings pitch, eight hits, two earned runs, one walk, two strikeouts. He definitely didn't have the swing and miss stuff that you would hope he would have as he continues to work his way back from his time on the injured list. But one big thing that stood out for Max Reed in this start that we have not seen the Braves starters have a whole lot of success doing here recently is that he bounced back from early trouble. After running into plenty of trouble in the first and second inning, he settled in and was able to put together a quality start. So the exact type of performance that the Braves needed for Max Reed against you know a decent opponent in the New York Yankees. He ran into some early trouble, but then got the run support that he needed. He settled in and got the job done. And one other not so insignificant part of the night was Pierce Johnson going two innings for the Braves. Two innings, two hits, one strikeout. He has been very, very good to incredible at times during his time with the Braves. A very astute acquisition by Alex Anthopoulos. He realized that when it came to Pierce Johnson, the numbers that you were seeing in Colorado wasn't indicative of the actual production that Pierce Johnson was capable of providing, and he has been a very good part of the Braves' bullpen. What Pierce Johnson has done, is that he's clearly shown he can step up and be another late-inning option for this Braves team, and you have to hope that that continues as time goes on. But again, another complete offensive performance by this Braves team. A good start from Max Reed getting a quality start. A lot of positives came on the diamond for the Braves on Monday night. But unfortunately, the news did not stay as great as it looked on the diamond after the game. After the game, many were looking to Brian Snicker to provide some sort of update as to why Ozzie Albies was out of the lineup. And Brian Snicker basically said that the hamstring injury was going to require more time than initially thought to heal. So the Braves decided to move forward with placing Ozzie Albies on the injured list. Now, without a doubt, it's less than ideal for a player of Ozzie Albee's caliber to be on the injured list. But the Braves, with as big of a division lead as they have, with as good as they played all season long, they have the ability to take advantage of the luxury of having such a big lead right now in their division to where if one of their key contributors is hurt, you'd much rather them take the time that they need to get back to full health for a playoff run than push them and there potentially be a more serious injury. But while it's less than ideal, that Ozzie Albies is going on the injured list and you hope to have him back as soon as possible. One thing that stands out is that for other Braves, actually multiple Braves, the fact that Ozzie, the absence of Ozzie Albies will lead to opportunity that will be a lot of fun to watch over the next few weeks.
Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So without a doubt, the deciding factor in putting Ozzy Albies on the injured list was to give him the time that he'll need to be able to injure his ailing hamstring. Another thing that, you know, it may not necessarily have played a factor in the decision on Ozzy Albies, but it's definitely an awesome thing to support the Braves while they're going to be without Albies, is all of a sudden the Braves have some pretty enviable middle infield depth with how well several of their midfield options have been playing as of late. We all know the great August that Orlando Arcia is having yet at shortstop, especially at the plate. Nicky Lopez, who many didn't think that he was the best deadline acquisition for the Braves, and he may not necessarily be, but he has been absolutely incredible in his the few appearances that he's made for the Braves since coming over from the Royals. And, and make no mistake about it. Nicky Lopez is making history with how productive he's been in his first two starts as a Brave. Without a doubt, that that productivity, it's going to regress in time. He's not going to have three RBIs. We'd love for him to, but he's not going to have three RBIs every time that he plays for the Braves. But once again, there are indications that Nicky Lopez also is already showing some higher offensive potential with Atlanta than he showed in Kansas City. Several of the hardest hit balls that he's put in play so far this year have come over the past two games in Atlanta compared to nearly two under bats in Kansas City. So the Braves have already been working with Nicky Lopez to make adjustments at the plate that can make him more productive than he has been over the past couple of years. So it's really awesome to see that the Braves once again seem to have unlocked some offensive potential with Nicky Lopez that can make him more valuable than previously thought as he's utilized by the Braves. But the big news when it comes to the potential time period that the Braves will be without Ozzy Albies, is that top prospect, not necessarily a prospect anymore, but one of the top members of the Braves farm system, Vaughn Gristom, arguably the best hitter right now on the farm for the Braves, there's a good chance that he could be called up to come in and support the Braves lineup and their depth overall while Ozzy Albies is on the injured list. And this is a bit of a deja vu because we saw this exact same situation play out last year. Last year, in the beginning of August in 2022, the announcement of Vaughn Grissom coming up to play for the Braves as an option to really help out the lineup because Ozzy Albies was out then. 
Von Grissom did more than enough. He surprised many with how good he looked for much of his time in Atlanta. Well, he's continued to show good progress. He's continued to develop his ability at, as a hitter at AAA Gwinnett, and the numbers have been outstanding, especially over the past month plus. Over his past 36 games, Von Grissom has reached base in each of those games. He has a slash line of 351 batting average, 467 on base percentage, and a 545 OPS. We're talking about a player who right now has an OPS above 950 over his past 36 games in Gwinnett and is walking more than he is striking out. Not only is Von Grissom showing more patience at the plate this year than he did last year, but he's also hitting for more consistent power. He's making more consistent hard contact at the plate as well. Now, again, you need to take that with a grain of salt with the fact that it's at the AAA level, but make no mistake about it, when we talked about what the Braves could potentially do with the trade deadline, myself and Stephen Tolbert, you know, on that trade deadline preview that we did a few days before the deadline, we talked about in the right situation, trading Vaughn Grissom made sense. But it wasn't just as if the Braves needed to give away Vaughn Grissom. There is value that remains for Vaughn Grissom for the Braves, especially as a few as we go a year or two into the future, if his best value for this Braves team is not as a potential trade candidate, then it's definitely as valuable offensive depth. For when a member of the team goes on the injured list, such as such as Ozzie Albies has in each of the past two years, Von Grissom can step right in and help this offense not miss a beat. So again, while it's less than ideal to see Ozzie Albies go on the injured list, you do now get to see some pretty interesting developments, both Nicky Lopez and Von Grissom being able to play in expanded roles at the second base position. You may even see Lopez at times give Orlando Arcia a rest at shortstop, but the Braves should be just fine up the middle, and it's going to be exciting to see Nicky Lopez get a few starts to see if he can continue showing a good offensive showing some good offensive skill and then also getting to see if what Von Grissom has been doing at AAA makes him a better offensive player at the major league level. But one other really cool thing that's going to happen as the Braves work through this injury to Ozzie Albies is what we saw on Monday night. Michael Harris II will likely move up in the order in bat second between Ronald Acuna Jr. and Austin Riley. Now, the reason why that's going to be cool to see is because it's going to be Michael Harris II being in a more featured role. We get to see the combination of what Ronald Acuna Jr. and Michael Harris II can do with their overall skill sets and mainly their speed at the top of the order. Now, make no mistake. When Ozzie Albies comes back, he deserves to be back in that number two spot. Him and Ronald Acuna Jr. have been absolutely incredible out of the first and second spots this year. But seeing Michael Harris II get that opportunity to really shine in a featured role in the lineup with how good he's been out of the nine spots setting the table for the top of the Braves order, it's going to be really fun to see what he can do, and it's going to continue to add balance to the top of the Braves order that should allow for them to continue to be really, really good offensively. So while you never want to see a player of the caliber of Ozzie Albies go to the injured list. The Braves, again, have every reason to give him the time that he needs to heal and get back to 100%, but it's going to be awesome to see the opportunity that Nicky Lopez, Von Grissom, and Michael Harris II are going to have. They're going to be put into more featured roles. Let's see as young players if they can step up and stand out and continue to have success, and that will just be that much better for their future in Atlanta and will make the Braves even deeper 
than before. And of course, this is assuming that Vaughn Grissom will be the option that the Braves go with. Nothing is official as of yet. That still is to two beat is to be determined, but you have to think that it makes sense for the Braves to bring Von Grissom up, give him an opportunity with the Braves while Ozzy Albies is going to be out, and then see if he potentially could be an option for this Braves team in the postseason if he can show good success in the majors. So we'll wait to see what potential corresponding moves the Braves will make to fill Ozzy Albies' spot on Tuesday before their game against the Yankees. But as for that game against the Yankees, the Braves are going to hope that they can put together a second straight series win. As on the mound for the Braves will be Bryce Elder, 8-4, a 3.64 ERA so far this year, and opposing him will be Luis Severino. Severino in the past, you know, a few years ago, looked like he could be one of the better up-and-coming pitchers in the American League, but he definitely has had, he's faced plenty of struggles this year, too. And seven and 8.06 ERA, 56 strikeouts on the season. So the point that stands out is this, is that the Braves should have opportunity to get some early runs for Bryce Elder. But as Stephen Tolbert mentioned on the latest edition of the podcast to be named later, you definitely should check that out. Right now, when it comes to the starting pitching for the Braves, it's the process of over the results. In terms of what the starting pitching for the Braves can control, are they doing a better job each time through the rotation of being able to take care of what they can control? We saw it from Max Reed on Monday night. He ran into some trouble early, but he was able to navigate through that trouble, minimize the damage, get back to his normal level of productivity, productivity, settle in, and put together a very good start for the Braves. Seeing Bryce Elder do that same thing will be another awesome step for this rotation. Limit the walks, make sure to locate pitches low and in the strike zone, and make sure to limit the hard contact. Though this Yankees lineup definitely has struggled at times this year, it's got plenty of power remaining in it with with, uh, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton and others. This Yankees lineup is more than capable of putting together a good performance offensively. You just hope that that Bryce Elder, who doesn't right now have the best swing and miss stuff, you hope that his control and location is going to be on point so that he can limit hard contact, and if he can limit walks as well, he should be just fine, and he should get some run support to work with. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. You can find all the great podcast content at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.